fool's standpoint is that all social institutions are games. He sees the whole world as game playing. That's why when people take on their games too seriously and take a stern and pious expression, the fool gets the giggles because he knows that it's all a game playing. And that's Alan Watts and his view of the the fool and his role in society. Uncle Alan, man, he's always on the money. Dude, I I love Alan Watts. He there's like him and Jordan Peterson. It's like I wish I was that smart. I uh, wish I could see the world like that. It's like I just wanna I just wanna see the way they see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have a very. I, I feel like I agree that I mean my one of my goals in life is to be as more open-minded than I am right now. Yeah. Is yeah. to always try to understand things better. And, and it used to be in an effort to like maybe help others understand, but you know, other, it's like work on your own ego first is what I've realized. No, for sure. I, I, <laughs> I was like, I'm good. And I, and I like helping others, but I think you need to improve yourself before you can help others improve. Right. Like you can't create something greater than yourself. No, spot on. I mean, it, who, what else can you really change? Yeah, you can't. Oh, you definitely can't change others. You have to change. You can change what you do and control what you do, but you can't really control other people. You sure can't. But hey, I want to say uh, welcome back, everyone, and Zach. Well, thank you to Audio Pong. And uh, today we're gonna be talking about cancel culture. At yeah. least, mostly, I think. Right? We'll be bouncing around a little bit. Oh, we always do. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's just the flow of conversation wherever we lead. But our our main sphere of conversation right now is cancel culture. Yeah, and cancel culture to me, uh, like anything we talk about, I try to be at least a little bit smarter about it before we start our conversation because, you know, we're all in our own echo chambers, right? And we we seek out our teammates uh, when we go looking for, um, I don't know what the proper word is, like reinforcement for our beliefs. Yeah. And I often, and I'm sure you do the same thing, I often try to challenge my beliefs. Mm. I at least try to shake them or beat them up just to make sure they still make sense. See, that's that's my problem with all these algorithms uh, for YouTube and Google and that stuff because it tracks what you search and who you search before. So when I just look up cancel culture, all I see is things that are negative about cancel culture. There's nothing talking about how it's productive in any way. I was very frustrated because... I want to improve my own thoughts. I don't want to be in an echo chamber. You know, I want to hear other people's points of view and all that. Well, it's also incredibly, I think, educational to to change your views when they're wrong or maybe not. Well, yeah, when they're wrong or when they're just not intelligent anymore. Well, it's also important to challenge your own views to even strengthen them. You know, it's absolutely. Yeah. You have to know what your weaknesses are. To improve yourself. And, and your just like a computer anyways. program, you need updates. You need patches to your yeah. your beliefs, I the, guess. The world say. isn't stagnant, and no. neither should your ideas and yourself. Yeah, exactly. No, I totally agree. Unfortunately, we always agree. <laughs> yeah. It makes it makes the conversation a little less dynamic, but it's still fun. Well, I want to start um, talking about this with a question for you, Zach. Mm. Um. So imagine, let's just imagine like celebrities, because that's usually who gets canceled, but it happens to politicians and other influential people. Can the good deeds of a person ever outweigh their bad? Can a good deeds of a person ever outweigh? It depends on the bad, right? Yeah, it does. I think the bad matters more than the good by probably quite a lot. I don't think we really 
consider too often the good deeds of a person. I mean, like, for example, I feel like on the internet, at least the praise is so much higher for, you know, say some guy who plays the guitar with his dog laying on his lap, right? Mm. Oh, that person must be wonderful. Yeah, Look how much is, he's so wholesome and he, you know, he's a muse, he's an artist. So obviously he's interesting and he has a beautiful pet that yeah. seems to love him or is, is at least cared for well. So immediately that person has intense praise, but you know, if you watch, if, I don't know, I feel like there are people who risk their lives every day and even just a casual mention of their bravery isn't met with the same glee. And yet what they did for another human or even maybe another animal or society is so much more important than just some, you know, guy with his cat or person with their cat, things like that. You know, are you getting what I'm trying to put down here? Because I feel like I'm you So you're saying that like... Um the the video of a guy playing the guitar with a dog in his lap like illustrates a more compassionate thing. Than- no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not focusing on what it illustrates. I'm saying that it 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 gar- It doesn't garnish. It 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 gains more praise. That person is is seen as more good or more wholesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it that, that, that's wins definitely like godlike points. points. Yeah, yeah, like already they're heavenly and they did really nothing. You know what I mean? They they just is a commercial for who who they might be. Right. Compared to like the actual good deeds, the things that people do for others in the world. Now, I'm saying that those things, I'm not saying a firefighter doesn't get praise. They do. But I just feel like we focus more on the simple illusionary Mm -hmm. um, wholesome ideals or images as opposed to what is real, like what are really good things people are doing in the world. And if they've done something really well, can we forgive them when they've done something bad? And I feel that's. To me, well, that's what I'm well, asking I you. Wonder, I won't give I th- my I answer. Think, I'm I asking you. I think that the, when it comes to forgiveness, it's more about the person and and their standpoint on what they did, right? If they think they did something wrong and they're like, oh, I've, I do feel honestly bad about this. It was a moment of weakness or whatever, you know, it's like that's when the forgiveness starts to come into play because you can't, I don't think you should forgive someone who's not remorseful, right? Like some people believe what they've done or said so you is, should, is correct. Okay. Like regardless of what the good deeds were in their past, it, it more has to do with who they are now. So are you saying that we should only forgive people who are capable of forgiving themselves? I think it's way more difficult if they don't forgive themselves. I think they, it is more difficult. Yeah, yeah but, they, I, but I do. Th- I still think because some beyond people beyond forgiving yourself, it's it's looking for forgiveness, right? If they're not looking for it, why why should you forgive? Well, them? I don't agree with that. I th- I think that some people simply just don't look for forgiveness, and I don't mean that. I'll give you an example. Like some people are just stern; they're just stoic, mm. and though they are, let's say, remorseful or even sorry for what they did, they don't need to. They don't need others to, to tell them that, or or to even let you know that they've forgiven themselves. So I guess that's what I mean. Is like some people are just so stern and stoic that they, it isn't recognized that they are maybe in that, that state of mind. Okay, but they but they can still be forgiven. But anyway, yeah. that that no, for sure. I think that's going I, I, yeah. kind of off the deep end a little bit. Like what I'm referring to is, um, sort of a scales and balance way of looking things. You know, like um, I don't know. Some people praise Bill Cosby before they knew he was a rape. You know, a multiple rapist. Yeah. Um. And, a, you know, an attacker, really, um, 
uh, predator. Mm -hmm. But before they knew that about him, I mean, he was, I, even I listened to lectures that he gave or, or, or things that he said in interviews that I thought were incredibly wise and uh, altruistic. Well, yeah, I don't think that just because of someone's, uh, bad deeds, you shouldn't consume their, um, their education or their, or their entertainment. If you Does find, that ruin the entertainment for you? Not a, not even no. a little bit So you can go back me. and watch. If you like the Cosby show, you can go back and watch it. No problem. Yeah. I, I watched one of his comedy specials uh, not too long ago. Oh, it, they're still up? Yeah. They're oh, on, you can find them know. up on YouTube. And it's like, they're still good. They're still hilarious. Yeah. I still find entertainment from that. I can separate um, artists and their art. Is know? there a point, though, that... You, I mean... Obviously, there is for many people because I I know people that um, once they disagree with say even the politics of the actor or the person, then instantly their art and anything they've produced or any any good they've ever done is instantly thrown out the window. Like um, an example of that would be, um, oh man, what's his name? I, how can I not? How can I forget his name? I, I meme him all the time. Uh, he's that wrestler. Da, 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 da. Shit. John Cena. John Cena. Thank John you. Cena. Yes, yeah, John yeah. Cena. Okay. I forget John. So John Cena, I think, is maybe a good example because um, before he was shit on for being a, an apologist for like China and their yeah, their, that was such a weird video. Yeah, well, he and he's he's clearly like on their teat. I mean, he's being paid by Chinese companies and uh, I guess the government directly if he's doing propaganda for them. But he speaks fluent Mandarin. I'd say he's He does. He, I didn't know that. That's what the apologies in Mandarin. Yeah, but he might have just learned that. I don't think he speaks Regardless, fluently. it was it was pretty good. Like you try speaking Chinese in Mandarin. I have man. not. I have tr I have but only in a it's race a, way. It's a tonal <laughs> language. You know how difficult that's for, no, yeah, for a Western totally. mind to to comprehend. No, it's it, it turns your mind on its head, so to speak. But um before he was hated, um I I was very impressed, and I still am, by the things he did for like um like uh, what is it? Not save a life, but like charities where children are dying. Oh, like Make a Wish Foundation. Make a Wish Foundation. Yeah, he's like he's a, he did a lot of make lot for Make a Wish, and he met a lot of dying children. Yeah, and he made a lot of kids happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that I mean, how many people do that? That's such a that's such a minority in the human race overall. I think. I mean, yes, I think most people are good and kind to those that they are that are close to them or they interact with but to go out of your way right to to meet strangers all the time yeah. you know at no value presumably to yourself no reward mm -hmm. other than i guess publicity but that to me is very i don't i like that that champ that's a champion move to me yeah for sure no it's always good to be altruistic so does that outweigh anything that he is shamed for or blamed for or has done wrong or is anti-american well i don't is it anti-American to say to apologize? Some people to think China so. Sure. I mean, I can I can see how it would be in into some people's minds. Okay, but yeah, I would say that outweighs like this charity work outweighs his uh, his. He okay, so I I I think the reason he apologized for that is because he was hurting other people as well by doing by saying that Taiwan was a country, right? Yeah. So yeah. So he was so, hurting what. Not just the memory of the history, but those who either are still alive or have... Not just that, but people in his business that he works with. Because yeah. then he, his movies and things like that that he's in would be blacklisted in China. And how that market is huge for right. American business. So, 
That's probably the biggest market in the world, really. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, like what a third of the population of the world lives in China. I mean, it's yeah, or in, I mean, most people are in Asia. Yeah, you know what I mean. So all all the people, all the productions, and everything that he's a part of will suffer because of his actions, right? Which I don't necessarily think is a good thing at all. Like, I don't think that that's how it should be. I don't think that it matters what your political views are. Well, well, maybe it should to some degree. I mean, there should be checks and balances, I feel, in in every every aspect of every vocation, every aspect of life, shouldn't there? I mean, that's how we should we should we should discriminate each other, I think, to some degree. And by that I mean like um I mean the human mind discriminates all the time, right? We that's how we decide what is good or bad is by thinking about it. And then basically agreeing or disagreeing with something, and then and then that 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 can that can evolve in a, in a stronger thought, stronger feelings. Right, right, but that's like on a on a on a personal level with that with that creator, right? But can't you take his his art or his creations and things that he's a part of away and separate that from his character? You can separate them, but should they still be marketed on a you know on a person to person level, or should you still? Uh, endorse it in any way if if the person has become truly vile so you're saying like violent crimes and like uh well look at like okay so when we talked about this a few days ago when we talked about doing this as a show um you brought up hitler and i kind of shot you down but then i thought about it more and i thought even now like okay well that's kind of an example like you mentioned that Hitler was an artist mm-hmm. and he made paintings obviously yeah. whether you think they're good or bad but he was such a vile dictator and just a vile person that even owning things that he touched is considered almost like it's almost like a metaphysical evil like you know if you own that's why there's a whole like underground collectors society for nazi relics memorabilia memorabilia because uh you know we've we've ostracized it so much we've ostracized him and everything he did because he was so bad that it's almost like he had the the anti-midas touch like everything he touched (laughs) became evil Rather than go. Yeah, even the swastika, which was a symbol for peace. It yeah. was flipped around, but still. But. I mean, how ancient is, the, the you know, Nirvana and the swastika? And yeah. even just just sort of bastardizing that. Yeah, the, know, the 20 years. Facing that, that. If it was even that, I'm not sure how long the Nazi party was uh, associated with it. I think, I think it, you're right. It was close to 20 years or something like that. Yeah. yeah, but like, that's crazy. Out of thousands of years, that, that symbol was corrupted in, in a matter of 20 years. In a years. moment. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But... You're saying should his art be separated from him or can it be? Well, no, I'm saying that you're making I'm giving that as an example to you by what you just said. Right. That that would be an example where it's impossible, I think, for I don't know, maybe the average person in my mind to I separate really, that. I really think that that would increase the value for if, well, it increases value, it, but doesn't make it morally right. Like, if are you okay? Well, I'm with not owning, support, I'm not supporting the Nazis by buying. But but people would think you were. That's what most people would think. That's a weird thought. It's not. I mean, it's not mine. It's, I know, but that's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird standpoint because it's like, I, I just don't understand why an artist and his work has to be connected. Because like when I view art, I really don't care about actors. I if if the movie's good, it's good, right? If the if if you can portray this character well, then you're portraying the character well. well it doesn't matter who you are. In any regard, like I don't keep track. I don't watch movies because Matt Damon's in it. Well, see, I disagree. I disagree philosophically with that because I think everything humans do, I think, is personal. I, there's, you know, the old saying that it's biz- it's not personal, it's business. That never made sense to me. Everything is personal. And I think nothing is more personal than 
art. And so to disconnect it from the artist, I think, is like a get out of jail free card for the artist. I don't think that's that doesn't make sense to me. I don't think that's 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 proper. So if my money is going directly to uh, this artist, right, and he's using that money for or she is using the money for some nefarious cause, uh-huh. like then I may have a, an issue. I may, I think I would have a moral dilemma at that point it's like wow your art's really good but you're like you're killing puppies like <laughs> you're, by you're, the millions you're clubbing seals and i'm just not down with that yeah right like it's like i would have a moral dilemma about it for sure because i don't want my money supporting that person but if that person's dead now but his art is now it's still there and i can still consume it i think i would have a a, a lot less trouble viewing that person's art because or consuming the art because i'm not my money's not going to you feel feel safe endorsing it after they're dead dead because because they no longer directly benefit from it because my money's not going to whatever they're trying to okay but going back to the nazi example there are people that obviously hitler is long dead Mm -hmm. but it's still taboo to own nazi memorabilia or relics it is for sure but I don't. I don't really think that it needs to be. Though. So if somebody gave you a painting of a German Shepherd, mm. you'd be okay with that. If it was, a, if someone gave you a Nazi napkin or a Nazi spoon or something, and uh, you put it on display in your house, what do you think the first reaction? Well, first of all, what do you think the first reaction would be for people? I think that saw you're that? right in the regards that, like, I would. Definitely I'm not trying to be right. I'm not I, trying to be. I'm just saying. But well, your point is yeah. has, has validity because I would feel a little icky about that. I would feel a little weird that like. Would you question why they gave it to you? Like even though it was something yeah, like, you trusted. I would be like, why do you? No, I was like, I would question their view of me. That's uh, what I would question. It's like, why do you think? Why do you I think would... I would like that? Yeah, like I don't want to go to like the Holocaust museums and things like that, and, and go to uh, Auschwitz and stuff like that because I don't want to be like I don't want to associate with that kind of tyranny. Whoa, you know, like that's the thing. It's like I don't want to. I don't know if it's seen that way. I mean, isn't it really just more like in memoriam? It's more like visiting a graveyard, right? I mean, it has to be that yeah, which somber. I also there. don't like doing. No, no, I don't either. Especially if it's unrelated to me. I'm not gonna. I don't visit people I don't know who are dead in a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people do that though. I know. Some people I know they do. do. With some celebrities. people find it's very peaceful and uh, serene in, in cemeteries, which I think they do have like. An odd alert to them, especially with the, all the monument stones that are, that it can be there. Well, I think it's like Eddie Azard said about um, like Stonehenge. It has a very oh kind of feeling, you know, like there's just a ghostly choir always mm, at play. Okay, ghostly. I thought, I thought that head. was heavenly. I was. <laughs> oh well, that was my bad attempt at a soprano <laughs> choir. So I'm sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, so going back to like the Nazi party and, and memorabilia. I don't think, I don't think I would display it in my home, mostly just because. But I wouldn't burn it, right? I wouldn't tear it away because I think that history and things like that are very important, and and it's and it's important that we remember what has happened so we don't repeat it. Well, I I mean, anything Nazi related is is a much deeper cut of what we're talking about too. So I mean, there's a lot of things. The point is, extremisms will 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 poke holes. In your in your idea, so if ostracization your- though, yeah, and that's what we're. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Right, is that is the ostracization is 
is at the core of what cancel culture is in our society. And that's a modern term. I don't think it's not new. We've always discriminate. Like I said, humans discriminate. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that as a completely negative term. Like it's important to discriminate. Right. And when I say that, I don't mean like discriminate like racial. I mean, like to determine what is good or bad. That's that's our main tool for determining what is good or bad in life or for ourselves or for anything, you know. And I and I feel that that is like that's really the core of the judgment when it comes to like cancel culture for any for ostracizing anyone out of their importance or their value. I just have a problem with making something inherently bad. Because the person who made it was it was bad. I just don't think that that's that's the best way. Because I think you you close yourself off then mm-hmm. to those things. And if they're still bringing entertainment, education, some form of joy to you, those things are still valid, even regardless of who created it. Right? I mean, what do you think of that? I think that. Um, well, first of all, I'm not a metaphysical. I don't believe in any kind of metaphysics. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, you know, treating, you know, anything Hitler or anyone evil touched, you know, as an evil relic or that sort of thing, or that'll, that'll bring you bad voodoo or anything like that. Uh, from that point of view, those people that believe that, I don't agree with them at all. I, I would agree with you from that point of view that, yeah, there's nothing inherently bad. That said, um, I can't ignore the fact that others will discriminate or pass judgment based on their discrimination of me owning something that is considered that way because it it's unavoidable i mean you know if if i owned a bunch of uh, nazi relics people are going to judge me for that in the same way if i had a bunch of let's say i let's say i did a lot of crass um things on you know twitter or mm-hmm. any on social media let's just say we don't have to pick on any one particular but on social media i did a lot of nasty things i always posted nasty things i never said anything uplifting i was never trying to educate i was always preaching and, you know, I, I just inspired people to think in foul ways. I would then, I should be, I think, I would accept the fact, if I was smart, I would accept the fact that I'm judged for that. And I think that is, even though, that is material to me. That yeah. isn't metaphysical. That is a material, no, sure. real, you know, effect on my fellow man and myself for that right. matter. You know, I think. Because you're just perpetuating evil at that point, in a sense, or at least harm. Yeah, some some form of of negative morality, you know, or lack of morality. I guess I don't know what negative morality means, but like lack of morality uh, in terms of my Western beliefs. But I think morality at, at most is pretty universal. Yeah, but I think even with your, if if someone was to preach hate, they still get, will still get a following. You know, well then how there's okay. going to be people that align themselves with you or whoever's creating this. Always, always. So I mean, it's you're going to be judged positively and negatively for whatever you do even the way your diet is you know people are going to think badly of you for eating meat people are going to think badly of you for eating cake all the time you know they're like oh he has no self-control he can't eat you know he can't oh, stop i'm sure there's a eating. cancel culture for people that eat meat you know yeah i wonder if there will ever be anti-vegans like will meat eaters ever give a shit <laughs> about hating vacants like in a in a real way in a real I, sense I, there's like memes out there and stuff where it's like if 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 uh, carnivores acted like vegetarians, it's like, you know, you really shouldn't be eating those plants. My, my food yeah. eats those plants. And right. and th- what are they going to eat if you keep eating these plants? <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a weird, there's this weird concept uh, as though like plants, because they're not animals, are not alive. <laughs> but they Shut, are. That, made no, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> That's one of the things with like Jainism. It's like, yeah. 
like how do you survive what do you eat you're, i don't know you're, you're you're killing anything that you eat you know everything that you eat was at, uh, at one point alive even mushrooms i don't know they even know? apparently they even filter the water they, they drink they do i mean like they, a lot the reason they wear masks is so they don't breathe in bacteria yeah and so they can like you know uh like spare those lives i'm like what do you like that's extreme, man. Like I have no dedication like that to anything. Yeah. I wish I had dedication to something like that, because then maybe I could make some money in my life. But <laughs> man, yeah, or at least become a uh, a master of something. No, I agree. I wish I had the samurai brain. I I don't. I'm I'm the Joker. I get bored. I'm like Alan I, I, Watts, I, I, the fool. <laughs> I have to constantly be a child and change my personality from moment to moment. Just yeah, to stay interested. Yeah, for sure. I I think that we're always changing ourselves day by day. Like every some people don't. Some people are very. Uh, they fall into the the role that the society has accepted of them. When however they're most accepted, they fall into that role. Do you think those people follow- are just given up though? <clears throat> I don't know if it's given up. I think, I think even genetically, we're all sort of predisposed to be a type of person. You know, the mm. like we talked about Migs Briars mm. before on the show, and we've both taken the test. And I I find that to be at least in part a scientific way of accurately looking at personalities. I do agree with a lot of what it has to say. Yeah, every day, even though I still hate it, I, I find myself that I am more in line with the the architect. Yeah, I still hate that though. I think the proper line of questioning of self questioning with that though, is to is to ask yourself how much of that is is mostly me though. Yeah. Cuz it we it's like astrology. We right. all have we're all we're all all signs some of the time, right? Yeah, correct. You could read any daily astro- astrological reading and be like, "Oh, that's me." Well, it is you, dummy. You have your person. <laughs> you have all aspects of humanity in you. Yeah. But the real question is to ask yourself, is that me- is that mostly me? Right. What are the the if you were to create a caricature of yourself, would these traits? Yeah, if you're making a new those? MMO character, yeah. which stats of you would you pick? You know. Yeah. So how hard must a celebrity, well, or a influential person, mm-hmm. uh, fight or work to earn back their status after they've been canceled? I feel like some people have make are making a comeback, like Louis C.K. Yeah, he's but- making a strong comeback. I feel even though he's under a lot of pressure. Same that's, thing with Dave Chappelle or any comedian. That yeah, that's what's weird too. Is that like, do you? Okay, so I'll, I'll, no, I'll answer your questions and yeah. I'll ask my question yeah. about, about comedians. So you you were asking if how hard a person needs to work to, how to hard regain the they? respect yeah, I mean, of their peers again, yeah. or uh, or even if they can, I guess. Yeah. I think if okay, it's hard for me to say because, like I said, it's, it's I don't really believe that. Well, think about, I mean, have there been moments in your life where you had to earn back your, you know, someone's trust because of your folly, whether it was accurate or misconceived? I think that over time and consistent behavior will prove you to be moral if you are moral. Resilient. Yeah. You'll like, you'll, you'll become a, you'll, you'll gain armor for that. That, then or just over time people forget yeah there'll be another big thing someone else did something right. you know like you're not the only one that makes mistakes and people will eventually freak it's really weird forgiveness and forgetting are like really connected they are it's like you, you forget how bad it hurt you so you forgive that person well, it's like the old saying or you're able to forgive time heals all wounds right and i think it's because we forget how bad it was yeah. to an extent you know, I don't think you forget entirely. And I think what we get over is the, uh, the the the. You know what wears out fastest is emotions. I feel so we don't really forget. We just forget how 
how our emotions at the time were important to us. Yeah, and I think like we let think go of that. Of, it's like like an actual physical wound. You know, when you cut yeah. yourself, the nerves are now raw, right? They're they're like they're they're real sensitive at that moment. But give it like a week, and you can touch your your wound, and it and it doesn't hurt. Oh, you are you? Oh, that's like your analogy for like emotions. Emotions, wounds. yeah, they're yeah. the same thing. I really think that they that it, that when you get emotionally damaged, that instant you're really sensitive to that that feeling. But you become used to it, and those 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 feelings start to deaden in a sense, like they start to get dull, and you know, you're able to forgive. So I think an answer to your question is that is is that I don't know how hard because that's like a hard that's a difficult question or a difficult way to answer. Well, it's that a question. case by case basis too, right? How bad was that? Person? Right, but the, but the the idea of how hard it's like, well, what is, how do you quantify that number? Like mm. it's, it's not really a number. Yeah, but either I think, you have a fighter think, spirit or you don't, I guess. Yeah, I think that the way to explain it is that it's consistency, and over time you can you will be forgiven if you keep at good behavior. Yeah, I think so too. I think. Well, you said it really. How I I I mostly agree with what you said. I think that yeah, consistency is important. Mm-hmm. And and if, go ahead. I'll ask my question then about yeah. comedians. Um, do you think that a comedian needs to justify? themselves in the midst of a when, when it comes to a joke and what they've said in a comedy club or even if their twitter is based around them making jokes and they make a joke on their social media do those do those things need to be justified by the creator i think or should they just be taken as jokes i think the simple answer is no i don't think uh sometimes we have to answer or there are consequences for the things that we say. We can't pretend that words don't have power. They have the most power. That's why free speech, in my opinion, is is the most important of, of any liberty or freedom that man that the common man can have, or any man for that any person for that for that matter. The pen is mightier than the sword. It, it is. And I think uh I think Chris Rock said it pretty good. He's like, when you tell a joke that isn't funny you learn that right away. <laughs> yeah, you'll <laughs> you get that feedback. You don't need you don't need social media. You don't need you know uh, barking dogs or quacks on social media to like break it down for you. The yeah. audience tells you right away. Yeah. So I agree with that, and I think I think that's why I defend free speech so vehemently. Even when I really dis- I mean, there are so many people I just can't stand to listen to them or even read what they write, but. Boy, I want them to burn. I want them to burn at their own stake, basically. And I think that happens naturally. Yes. I think it's when we fight that that we realize other motivations that are, are at play. No, let the idiot talk. Yes, <laughs> you know, let him talk. Let him show how stupid he is because he don't will, help he'll him be louder. It. Don't help him, but yeah. let him talk. Yeah. yeah, he'll reveal it in his own ignorance. Yeah, and I and I think that gives you all the justification in an in 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 intelligible mind needs to make a discrimination to decide whether or not that person is you know dumb or smart or good or bad or whatever yeah you know, I, I know that people are going to start thinking i'm a pagan and that i like i believe in norse mythology and all that but the Havmal has some great wisdom and they talk about that like they talk yes. about not saying too much in a new situation and in a, in a new environment right yes. and to let others speak yes. and to let them talk themselves into a corner you know, it says be to be quiet pretty much and listen. I and, love and, and never to say too much. No, I agree. I, I love the Havamal and I my, one of my favorite things about it is that 
it's the kind of document that you have to read until the end to fully understand. Because if you take yeah. it out of context, oh, yeah, yeah. it sounds chauvinistic. <laughs> Some of it does. But it's once, really bad. And it triggers you a little bit. Even like me, who, you know, I think I'm at least in part chauvinistic. Like it, some, I remember the first time I listened to it, I, I was, some parts I'm like, oh man, come on, that's so ancient. But then I kept listening and then, then I got, then I felt stupid for making such a quick judgment because yeah, like, oh, wait a minute. The, one of the funniest ones is like, uh, uh, women's hearts are, are, are made on a wobbly wheel and i don't really i don't i think i guess it's to say like they're they're unreliable and they're like you know you never know where they're gonna go and stuff unstable like that. Yeah. yeah and they're unstable and then but then it goes into say like men will lie at any chance to get in your pants yes you know? yeah it's like, so, so it's like it's like it calls out it, can, you know? yeah, it calls it out honestly yeah right and i see that's what i like about not anecdotal but sort of there's a term for like uh just the casual, the common man, you know, the, the layman's, uh, casual, um, experience with the, with reality. I, I, there's a word for it, but I can't think of it right now, but it basically, I think that's where all science and understanding begins is just looking at something and, and calling it out, right? Even if it's a stereotype, stereotype, Mm -hmm. call it out because if it is true, we can then at least work on figuring out, figuring out if it is or isn't. Well, you have to have a hypothesis before right. you, you can test anything. That's why I love the rules of like a powwow, right? Like Native Americans. Okay. Because the way they communicate and listen to each other is very similar to like the Havamal. They they give each other a chance. And when they, it's interesting. So like the rules of a powwow is like if you if you realize that someone is saying something stupid, you don't interrupt them. You never interrupt them. In fact, I would imagine that if you're in a powwow, like if you're the dumb Indian and you're in a powwow or the dumb Cherokee, whatever, mm-hmm. and suddenly it gets really quiet when you're talking, you must be saying something really stupid. <laughs> because that's that's got to be a telltale sign. Have you ever side. been in that situation? Yes. Because I know I have. Yes. I've been in well, accidental powwows for sure. Yeah, I've definitely like said some dumb shit and yes. like everyone starts looking at me as like, oh, I'm on some like stupid things right now. Like, yeah, did it, my shoe's untied. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, like I, need, I need to like calm down right now because like this is like i'm just talking myself into a corner right now and it's not working and then other times it's been like hey i'm actually saying something intelligent people are like leaning in and then i'm like then i get all nervous i'm like i don't know what uh, what was i saying you know i I get excited when i see someone leaning in and their eyes widen i'm like okay don't stop now but that's it gets in my own head though it's like oh they're paying attention i need to say something really smart (laughs) i know they were listening (laughs) so okay another thing i thought about was deep down do we really care if someone is canceled, I mean, I have, I have a feeling that, uh, that it's more sinister. I suspect that we enjoy watching famous people fall because somehow in our own minds it is like vengeance toward those who have, well, not that it wronged us, but maybe maybe more strongly that we envy, um, not directly, but more of an attack on the spirit of envy. The same way we're haunted by emotions we can't face, but love to see hurt. I think that's sort of emulated, simulated when we watch someone famous or let's say more powerful than us that has more than we want, that we have and we want, start to be attacked. So their kingdom, you know, their walls are brought down. It's exciting even to like the best of oh, us. Oh, to see the, the metaphysical or like the 
the analogous tyrant fall kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. I mean, but do we really, like, deep down, do we really care if... Because, I mean, how often you really consider a stranger's life? I, I feel like I don't. I mean, and, and that's not a bad thing. We have a lot... We have our own lives to yeah. worry about and those dear to us. It's a lot for the mind, especially in modern times, I feel. So it's like, how... Like, that. I guess that's the question. How much do we really care if someone is canceled? What are we... We're really more upset that, what? That we didn't play a part in it or that it they... They didn't have their defenses up properly or like, why do we really care? So I saw a few things about kind of like this is that the reason people pile on is because it's virtue signaling, right? So it's showing that I am a virtuous person by by saying that this person's terrible. Which is very selfish, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a social, uh, a selfish thing because you're trying to elevate yourself in this. You're only you're, thinking about yourself in that moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like that, that's what I mean by more sinister. Yeah. So like that's part of like the whole cancel culture too. Is that it's like, uh, it's virtual virtue signaling. Why is that difficult to say? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, so you're virtue signaling to like your peers, and then then you are also elevated. So to step on the, the you know the the heads of others to you know what upsets me too about cancel culture or, or any ostracization is that uh, it damages it. I think it. I feel it damages a, a proper campaign to ostracize someone who should be accountable found accountable for their actions mm-hmm. again like with the Bill Cosby example. Yeah, I really think that when it comes to there's like, other Bill Cosbys out there for sure. And I think that that's when it becomes important is when you're doing something that's actively hurting someone. Right. Like that. That's you when it called gets, out. Yeah. yeah. Like if you said some dumb things like 20, 10 years ago, because like you viewed the world that way. And, and 10 years ago, our culture was very different about what you could can and can't say and what was allowed even on TV, you know? So like, like that whole like concept of judging someone in, uh, in the past by our morals today is like, that that's becomes like a very like i think it's a bad thing to do like you you can't judge the past by your morals today well it makes me think of uh rehabilitation like prison rehabilitation right it it upsets me because i i agree that the morality behind someone going to prison is not to punish them for the rest of their life they did Mm -hmm. something wrong and now the consequences they're serving time Mm -hmm. so we should be forgiving these people when they've served their time. Right. We and should lose that forgiveness when they recommit their crimes. Right. Then that's done. They don't have – they're out after that in my opinion. But those who have done wrong and then answered for it, they should be forgiven. I mean isn't that the point? Isn't that at base what we're trying to do with our society? So when, or is that just a commercial and we just really want to hate someone like, forever? Yeah, there's like two aspects to prison is that it's – uh a punishment and it's also to help rehabilitate you and make you a better member of society. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the point, but that's not what happens in prisons. People aren't re- rehabilitated. Well, for some, the most are rehabilitated. some are rehabilitated. I for mean, sure, from the but... outside the prison. I, and then, yeah. And then when you go outside and you're released, mm-hmm. right, you, you have this attached to you that you were in prison. So it shows your past character and that's all p- new people have to go off of is your past actions. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it does if you if you are a thief, uh, uh, a commercial business isn't gonna want you around if you have stolen before, right? Like they just they don't want to take the risk. Hmm. It, it's more of a schema uh, to protect yourself and your or your business from from others. I think that's why it happens. Is that correct? 
Maybe not because people do change and people can be for should and can be forgiven. Yeah, no, I think they should. I, you know, um, I I even have the argument. I often I always play devil advocate, especially with myself. So of course, when I say something like I just did, then you know my mind's like, well, what about a rapist or a murderer, right? Should they ever I know, be forgiven? That's, that's why I went with thief. It was a lot easier to forgive a thief. Well, but than I it think is, so. I think even those people should be forgiven. I I mean, it's it's I guess a case by case basis. But why not? Why shouldn't mm-hmm. we be surgeons with? morality i think we should i don't think we should just always wave a broadsword you know and just say this is evil for whoever does it no matter what the consequence no matter what the you know the the facts of the case or the reasons behind it or who cares if right. they're desperate or if they're forced into it or whatever that we may find any forgiveness for them yeah. they're damned for life because they raped or they murdered i don't think that's that i don't think that's human or it's moral i think there there is room for forgiveness and i think the rehabilitation can happen and does mm. happen and i think we should be surgeons for that you know mental psychological surgeons is what i mean yeah no uh, i i agree for sure um you don't want to harbor onto hate and malice right you don't want to hold that like that just that makes you well brings you down too well i always say that uh hate only hurts the bearer yeah i mean you can hate someone your whole life they don't know you hate them <laughs> right yeah that's who's a lot, suffering it's, it's you a lot of suffering. wasted energy it's a lot of wasted thought and energy yes yeah thought is energy so so, so who's go ahead uh what do you think about businesses um say like someone who carries like lines of a, a celebrity's like a uh, clothing line or something like that right and this celebrity like uh has been canceled should that business then no longer carry those those products if they're quote-unquote canceled well i think from and i've never i'm only attempted to be a business owner i've never actually been one i from my point of view the I think the business is a, is a different monster because the business is concerned with itself, mm-hmm. right? And it has to protect itself. Uh, the, the, the social media or the, the connection that the business has with its consumers, its audience, mm-hmm. that connection, whatever it is, you know, the celebrity or whatever, that's just the catalyst that either drives their business into a positive pool or mm-hmm. a negative pool. Mm-hmm. And they have to be, they have to respond. I mean, like most recently, and this is all throughout time, but most recently you see, um, you know, the LGBT rainbow flag on like, you know, Coca-Cola cans or wherever, just on candy all over the damn place. That's right. So weird. Well, it's weird because obviously they don't give a shit exactly. about rights. They're marketing it because that's what's hip. Yeah. I mean, if race, trust me, if racism or slavery made a big comeback, <laughs> we'd see like nooses on Coke cans and shit. I guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. It'd be like, you know, cotton gin coke this month only. <laughs> no, they would. They're I don't think I don't think businesses, big business especially, has like a, a morality compass at all. Coca-Cola, whites only. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> you know? Dude, for real. I, I for real believe that. I, I don't think they give a shit at no, all. I and maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. I they know they shouldn't care. I don't think business should be people. Businesses aren't people. Yeah, but they you are. You gotta no, they're not. Yes, they are. They're How run are, by people. They're imagined by people. Yeah, but they're but it's I'm, I'm the just, motivation it comes from people. See, the desire for me, it's the same thing with art. It, it's I want the product. I don't care about you. I want the product. I don't want your business. So you have you you sleep fine at night knowing that you know the iPhone you bought probably was made by 
basically slave labor or indentured servitude. Okay, so when it comes by to people who that, suffered that's, that's in the also, factories and committed soup, jumped off their that, roofs. That's and, a little different. How in is the that sense different? of you, like we were talking about before, when you're actively hurting something or someone, right? Then measures not necessarily about canceling them but uh consequences need to be met right if you if you if you hurt someone you need to go okay. to you need to be punished not necessarily your product needs to be punished but if that takes you away from your product like you going to prison you no longer have control of your product then yeah that makes sense that's very logical and it's very black and white i in i in spirit agree with you but i don't think it rationally applies because I believe my theory is that it's impossible. It's unavoidable. I think everything we consume on any, on any level, even knowledge was delivered to us through some form of treachery or agony at some point along the line of its, of its creation, you know, whether it was uh, a sock or a candy bar, someone suffered because of the way big business works because of the way, industry is in the world Mm -hmm. Uh, and 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 the real competition isn't to get to you the competition is to make it cheaper for you or or right to 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 earn more than their competitors so that they can beat them out and that's why i i I don't think like in other words i don't think every executive or ceo of a of a giant company is inherently evil i think they're playing a game and the game is to beat the other guy and the other guy is going He's dropping low. His morality maybe doesn't even exist. Right. So you've got to mimic that. You've got to mirror that to stay alive in or the game. Relevant, yeah. Well, just to stay alive, to yeah. be in the game still. I mean, to me, it is. What's that show? Squid Game, or whatever the fuck that mm. you know on uh, Netflix. Like mm-hmm. that is business to me. I think that is a metaphor for the industry in in humanity and in, in in our society. Because yeah. it, I think it really is that cutthroat. It seems to be. So I, I agree, yes, I think people should answer for the bad things they do, but I think we live in a world now where the villains have revealed to us they don't have to answer for the bad things that they do. Yeah, And, and I don't think they ever did, but now we it's in our face. As the Russians say, they, we're doing our laundry in public. Yeah, no. It, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know? they're very transparent now, and people still seem to... Well, they have such a monopoly, right? Like a lot of big businesses and like working with China and stuff like that, who, who like are doing genocide, committing genocide against like, uh, the Weaver population or Weaver, whatever, I forget how to say it, but it's like the, the Muslims hmm. that, that are there. Um, and they're committing genocides and work camps and stuff like that. So like, and, and, and some of the products are made by these enslaved people pretty much. Like that's what they are. And I mean, I still, buy from companies that use China as a as a production country but oh it's almost impossible to not exactly, buy anything how that wasn't not, made in these but that's uh, my point yeah. i think it's unavoidable but i think those people who are who are knowledgeably using um evil practices should be punished by who that they don't answer to themselves and they're the most powerful entity well yeah but they st- the only thing they can punish them I, I, is us. Well, is, the people is that the need consumer. to punish them is is just the is the law system, right? Like the laws that are in place need to punish those. They get who- around that. Look at our country. Look at lobbying. Right. But this is what should happen. Is what I'm saying. Oh, we're dreaming. They, they, I'm always dreaming. We're hoping. Man. I'm all. That's all I got. That's <laughs> yeah. all I got is dreams and hopes. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't think that I. I just don't think that businesses should t- pretend to have morality though, and ha- to pretend to have like. 
um, not necessarily morality, that's not the right word, but pretend to uh, care about a cause. Like when you see Comedy Central with the with the LGBTQ uh, logo, it's like, you don't, you're not, I don't really you're believe using they that. care. You're yeah, just I using don't. that and stop throwing it in my face. Like, um, I mean, Betty White was dead for th- three or four hours before Hulu put up a whole movie about her, like a brand new doc, like docu type movie. Though, isn't it? I mean, it's like on one hand, you're like, oh, I'm sh- oh, maybe they're just honoring her. You're like, you know, the soft, meek version of you. And then the but the smart adult version of you comes around and says, no, they're not honoring her. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're selling her. her. Yeah, yeah, on her death. Like, that's kind of we can get one more Betty White out before the year's over. Yeah, right. That, yeah, but that's just gross. That's just, I, th- I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I, I mean, the, think Hulu did the same immoral. thing with um, Breon Taylor. Um, the, the paramedic who was killed in her house by police and she was like an African American. Right. Uh, and she, I think, I think it was her, right. But they did like a documentary. They did a documentary about her on, uh, on Hulu. I'm like, that's, that's commercialism. Well, they do it. They do it. That's disgusting. It doesn't matter. Someone famous dies. Yeah. Like why you, what's a human life worth? Right. We talked about that. She's value human life. It's not high. Not <laughs> high at all. My value to myself is pretty high. That's though. that's yeah. Well, that's a totally different argument. Yeah, right. But I mean, but what I was thinking about businesses and not uh, carrying lines anymore of someone who has been quote unquote canceled is because businesses care about what makes money, and if you are canceled, they they're trying to predict the market and where things are going, and they're gonna no longer carry this person's stuff because they're not gonna sell. So like yeah, they're gonna pull that stuff because it's just not gonna sell. Really, well, that's, that's what it boils yeah, I mean, down that's to. Why? That's what I was saying. I don't think. Um, I don't. I don't expect them to act differently. But I. It does. Let's put it this way. It affects what I buy. I mean, I stopped drinking cola anyway, but I definitely will never and haven't drink. You know, drink uh, any Coca Cola product since they went like full woke and anti white with their bullshit. You know, like because they to me it was just blatant racism. And blatant, and blatant propaganda marketing in order to make a dollar. And as soon as it wore out, they dropped it. Of course, because it was no longer <laughs> profitable. Yeah. So that's disgusting to me. And to me, yes, I'm never like, it, you know, it, it's like I do it with, I boycott a lot. It's become a big thing for me because obviously I can't boycott everything because if I did, I'd die. <laughs> but I boycott a lot because I don't, at least with things I know, I strongly disagree with their business practice. They're mm. not getting my dime. Fuck them. You know? Yeah. And it's a small vote. It's a small voice, but I don't know. You know, maybe maybe other people pay attention to it. It's like there's a subreddit I just found recently. I don't know how old it is, but it's called Fuck Nestle. And I hate Nestle, too. Oh, I don't wow. buy Nestle yeah, products well, Nestle at all. Nestle just has their fingers in every little... I've had to drop a lot of food products when I stopped buying Nestle because I had to look up what they owned. Wow. They Yeah. Wow. They own a lot. So... Thankfully, most of it's garbage. It's not food. It's right. It's, it's chemicals and candy and bullshit. Yeah. So that's a good thing. So it was easy to drop most of healthy. Yeah. But there, I mean, something's like even water, like yeah. water brands I was buying. I'm like, what motherfuckers? They own that too. So, but yeah, there's a subreddit called fuck Nestle and it's just constant Nestle hate and memeing. But, but you know, Hey, to me, that's a voice. That's a vote that I agree with, you know, but it, that makes me think too, like who is behind cancel culture? I mean, I don't want to sound like. Uh, a quack or a conspiracist, but oh yeah, uh, who's benefiting? Yeah, I mean, someone is I, oh, clearly benefiting. Yes, everything's from a business. Like Everything that. has yeah. a value. It has a dollar value, you know. So, and I don't think not every movement that becomes part of like let's say the Zietgeist of our time is 
has an orchestrator, has an auditor or an, uh, an author, you know, every, sometimes movements just appear out of the, the ether, right? Let's call it that because mm. we we're so connected all the time that, you know, five people agreeing can instantly be 5,000 people agreeing, yeah. you know? And so echo chambers are created and destroyed all the time. And so maybe there isn't like anyone behind it, but I don't know. I guess we kind of covered that. Like obviously big business is who benefits because they use it. Yeah. Well, they're at least taking advantage of it, if not, you know, actively, you know, orchestrating yeah. anything. So I have, I have another, I have one final question okay. for you. Um, I guess for both of us, who should have been canceled already, but somehow still isn't. I see. That's my problem. Is that I don't really pay attention to celebrities or anything like that. Well, maybe it's not a celebrity. Someone you think that. You know what's weird? I mean, okay. could be like ISIS. I, that would be one choice. I have a bunch. <laughs> ISIS? How are they not canceled? What they're not. Mean? I mean, they're still on social media in the yeah, West. Yeah, you're right. Shit. That's really weird that ISIS is... I mean, they, they took out Trump overnight, but ISIS, hey, you can play. <laughs> I'm just as an example. I'm not a yeah, Trump supporter. No, I'm just but, but for sure, because like, if you're going to allow that, but not Trump, like, how does that make sense? I guess that's what I would... Yeah, I would say like ISIS, because some, like... like terrorist group but i don't think that group i don't think or like can't. nazis even i mean they, yeah. they cancel some nazis but not all of them it's but, like, I, but i don't think you should take them off of that platform. oh no i don't think anybody should be canceled yeah. not 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 directly but, by the source of the free speech not, yeah. not by the microphone because that's what's happening the microphone's deciding who gets to talk i don't like that right like no let like, the I audience th- decide i think that who bad, should be bad speech should be defeated by good speech right, right? And it always is. That's what yeah. that's what pisses me off. I mean, even by entertainers that make things up, like the Great Dictator with Charlie Chaplin, like that's an amazing speech, and it was for fantasy in in a sense. It was for a fictional story, but it was about the world. It was about humanity. It was about real things. If you've never listened to it, I highly recommend. Yeah, it. to check that out. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So is that your? Is that what you say? Yes, I would say. I gave you your answer. Definitely ISIS. Well, I, you know, I don't pay attention to yeah. you, know, you know the media like that. That's my problem. I think if I had to pick a celebrity, it would be someone like. Uh, well, R. Kelly's definitely canceled. I mean, he's even been a criminal, but. Um, but what he, was he just a child molester kind of thing? Is that what happened? Basically, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on, man. I mean, look. Even Dave Chappelle made an argument in an, in an old stand up that you know it, he's like how old is 15 really i think that's a good argument you know like how we can't consider you an adult legally yet but you know can you make sexual decisions for yourself i would say yes but at the same time i think it's kind of a roman polanski situation where it's like with roman polanski she was just around the same age the girl that he slept with but he did like dope her with alcohol you know even though she wanted to fuck him because he was a popular director she even said that you know, she changed her tune now because of the Me Too movement and other bullshit. I don't I don't believe her now. I think she's just bandwagon bullshit now. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I don't but that being said, I still think what he did was abusive. I mean he's older, smarter, more powerful. He's using right. his influence he, yeah. to get what he wants. Yeah. And I think it is an immoral act, at least in our modern society yes i mean you sure. go back 200 years and you know yeah. hey some well, 15 year old well did she marry him you know what i mean yeah, that, right. the conversation would be different back then people didn't live past 30 much you know? no they did but it's just a different mentality yeah you know yeah for sure yeah so yeah but no i was thinking more like actually uh what's his name like chris brown uh is that the one who beat up rihanna oh um 
Oh, Rihanna, yeah, but there's the one that was Whitney Houston, too. Was that Chris Brown? I forget. I don't no. think that was Chris Brown. Chris Brown's younger than Whitney Houston, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, like, Chris Brown, if it's if I got his name correctly, I've looked up a lot on that guy. He seems like a total asshole. He's, he comes across, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, I agree with Bill Burr when he makes the argument, like, okay, well, why, you know, why did he hit the woman? Right? Yeah, there's a there's a reason. I'm, there's always a reason for everything. Like, yeah. Something came to a head. But Men and women you should be fight. able to control your, your actions. A woman shouldn't hit Not a man Not only that, either. but Chris Brown, like, what I've seen of Chris Brown in interviews and, like, how like his how his some of his friends have defended him in the industry over thing he that's not his first defense like he's just a he seems like a piece of shit so like i think he he's someone who should be canceled maybe he has in a way but obviously people are still buying his music he's still a, a you know a chart topper and all that so it's like that's disgusting to me and he's on his music is his art and his music is on every platform yeah that i've tested at least yeah. you know so yeah, I'll pick on Chris Brown because he just seems like a dick. If I hopefully I got the name right, I, yeah, I'm not I'm the sure, right person. Because should be Google. Yeah, I don't. This. I don't. I, yeah, I don't really remember if it was Chris Brown that if who beat on Rihanna or if it was because the one I, that sticks out in my mind is a is Whitney Houston getting beat in the elevator or something like that. Oh, that was I think that was another Chris. Um, yeah, well, wasn't it Charlie Brown? No, not Charlie Brown. <laughs> it was Charlie Brown. <laughs> Dude, that's a dark thought. <laughs> no, old man Charlie Brown, just, or even just I was thinking like young man Charlie Brown, the kid. Yeah, like he's just like problem child, except he's like way more violent than the real problem child. <laughs> I can't stand you moving that football anymore, Whitney. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick your face off. Okay, yeah, it was Chris Brown. Okay, so who beat was, Rihanna. Rihanna. Uh, I'm sorry, Rihanna. I don't, I don't listen Rihanna. to music. I don't know how to say her name. What is it, Rihanna? Rihanna. So the H is silent. Sorry. Yeah, I don't listen English, to a lot of man, pop. Come on, yeah. <laughs> English is weird. Get used to it. Yeah, and I mean, like, he didn't just, you know, it's not like he slapped her to teach her a lesson or something. Like he he he, he turned her into into roast beef. You know what oh, I mean? He beat he the like, shit out of her. No. I mean that. Again, even something like that, if someone really tries to be re- rehabilitated, I think they can be forgiven. Uh, yeah. And it, it needs to start with the, with the victim, right? But this guy is a, uh, you know, he's a repeat offender. He's a piece of shit. So fuck, fuck Chris Brown, I guess. <laughs> fuck Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, man. So I don't want to, all right, don't I don't, I guess we're going to end on that. No, this is not, this episode's not about that. But um, I, I just wanted to mention something that I found kind of curious. Yeah. Is that there's, there's other cultures in like Europe that don't really have this cancel culture thing happening, like Eastern right. European cultures. Oh, no, especially like Russia and shit. Yeah, and in Poland, because uh, the argument I heard is that they've been subjugated, so they have, <laughs> they they are, they are the victim of their own history, right? Well... Or within their own history. Even when, like, you remember the Me Too movement, right, when it started? Okay. I was reading articles, some of the, somehow, we, we still had some back, like, Twitter and Facebook and all these so major medias were shutting down opinions they weren't like in full full like okay you know censorship mode mm-hmm. back then so like when the me too movement started there was some counter argument right and mm-hmm. some of it came from interviews i read about female actresses in russia and they made controversial opinions you know by saying things like well those women knew what they were getting into they should have known those were their decisions right in other words the decision for those that were abused by like weinstein for example mm-hmm. right by henry uh was it Henry Weinstein, I forget his name already. Yeah, I don't know his first name, I guess. I always forget his first name. Yeah. But the Weinstein, or the guy who went to jail for, you know. Harvey? Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. The argument from these Russian actresses was that, well, they 
they know the business. They, they, they work there. They know what's going on. It's not a, you know what I mean? It's not right. a mystery. They knew that when they were invited, in other words, to a 4 a.m. meeting at a hotel in candlelight, yeah. what I was going on? I feel the reason on? that becomes controversial is because it's like, it, you want to be, the allure of that world is so enticing. Like you, all the money, the so fame, the, yeah. and all, all the rewards, but it, you just, you just got to put up with this one little thing. You just, yeah. just, you know, take it. It's okay. You know, and then, and then you'll be rich and famous. The casting couch. You know, but it's not really, it's like this, the choice becomes murky. Well, you know, it's, they it's, did it's, become it's rich really, and famous. It, so that's, exactly. they, in other words, to the, to the they Eastern. They profited from it. They profited from it themselves. Yeah. So now they're complaining, even though they profited. And to Eastern European women, apparently, to mm. some, that was like, well, hey, bitch, you can't complain. <laughs> like, well, you, you you said okay to suck the dick to get the, the fortune, right? Right. And I have to actually, to, I do agree with that. Like, if you if you're of sound mind, right, this comes, that kind oh, of yeah, comes out of the argument. Of how old you are and how. Yeah. If you're really, full, like, okay, uh, what's her name? Rose McGowan, right? She's totally, I agree with a lot of what I really I love that she came forward and said a lot of things that she was holding back on and she's totally flipped. And I don't really care that she flipped her politics, but she did. And she got a lot of flack for it. And she's I think she's got her own podcast or something now. But I listened to a lot of what she had to say. And uh, she's an actress, if you don't know, from Hollywood. You've probably seen her in some movies. Okay. But, um, she was dating Marilyn and Man- Marilyn Manson for a while. And she's been in like... Uh, She's been in a lot of movies. Yeah, I can't that, think of any names of her now. Though. But anyway, she talked about that. And I, I do agree. One thing she talked about was how she was manipulated. Now, I yeah. do sympathize with that. I'm not going to say, I wouldn't say what I just said or agree with it in the case of someone who was manipulated, right? Because I And I don't think automatically every woman or man who was who was abused that way was manipulated. I think they had a, they had a moment where they could have decided... All right, either I go forward with this and I subjugate myself, I sacrifice my character mm-hmm. to this degree, uh, and I humiliate myself to this degree in order to get what I want, or I don't. And like you said, that you know the allure at the time. Plus, most of them are probably much younger when they did it. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I think the I think society proves that some people live with those decisions and they don't come forward and complain about it, and others do, and they try to serve the consequences of it. And I, I do agree with that. I think, you know, like in Weinstein's case, I mean, that was like he was doing it all the time. It seems like that's everybody just knew he was doing it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, OK, yeah, fuck that. That's disgusting. You know, because, you know, the but problem. Why does, it take sorry, so, talking, why does it take so long for it to come out and for him to be punished for it? Because like, villains, well, because when you have the power, you don't answer to yourself. That's my main complaint with this fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> villains don't have to it's run by villains and they don't have to answer to anyone I just except you, to you, us and we don't yeah. we, we're always separated like you said earlier that's why I think that um, it doesn't like with Black Lives Matter and things like that it's not about racism it's about people doing things that are wrong punish the person that did something wrong that's just, all that's, yeah. that's the bottom line it doesn't matter who or where you come from you know yeah, you I do think something wrong. Yeah. You should be punished. Right. I live by those rules. I expect everyone else to. You know, if I yeah, if I the, go punch some old well, lady in the face, I expect to go to jail. But you're using examples of things that are clearly wrong. I mean, wrong has become is now defined by the eye of the beholder. Yeah, but I do, I mean beyond morality. I mean literally on the law. If the law says do not do this, you, well, that's or not you beyond will be morality. Punished. The law is based on morality. Yeah, but the, okay, it is, but. It's what's in place. It's solidified. Now, you can challenge those laws, right? And you can maybe change laws. But if the law is in place, follow the law. 
That that is all. Or expect to be punished by by whatever, you know, take on the consequences of your actions. Yeah, well that's that's just not going to happen. I don't think uh most power, like I said, I can't think of any power that answers to itself. You know, it's 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 that's just the world we live in. I mean, everything like I said, only we really have the power to make change, you know, the, the common man, because mm-hmm. we outnumber those who overpower us. Right. But, but then we get, we they get divided do such an excellent, yes, they're doing a really, really good job of keeping us divided. Mm-hmm. And what's sad is that I feel like we've evolved into liking to being divided and not in any real sense, because I think deep down, most people want well, brotherhood. It's like reality TV, right? It's It's just... It's just fun because it's exciting and dramatic. It's dramatic, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what that's really what you're feeding into, is the excitement of it, you know. But, All right, well, we'll end today's episode on that note. All but, right, uh, I promise, Zach, I'll never cancel you, and I'll never cancel you, Mark. <laughs> If you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, that also helps. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you're still listening, then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with audiopong at gmail.com. Be happy. Be healthy. And and have have a metal metal life. life.